Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Undignified Joy Podcast, where we'll set your monthly mindset by truly living undignified. I'm Em. And I'm Kels. And we are so excited for this next episode. Let's get started. Woo! Welcome back, everybody. Happy October. We are so excited to be filming this episode for you guys. We actually met up and we were just discussing what we want to talk about for the month of October. And mm-hmm. we both agreed on the topic identity, which yes. is ooh, scary a big word. topic. Scary word. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're just going to be talking about um, identity. We actually asked you guys some questions that we can answer later on. And we were just praying about what um, book in the Bible, what story, mm-hmm. what, you know, character we could just kind of base this topic on. Yeah. And Paul kind of came to the mind well man paul saw to paul you know so we're kind of just i'm going to give you guys kind of a brief story if you haven't heard or if you just need a little refresher about this story so basically in in acts uh chapter nine Mm -hmm. uh there's a guy named saul pretty cool actually he's not that cool (laughs) not that cool cool when his name is saul killing people actually (laughs) it's fine um so his identity was a persecutor towards christians Mm -hmm. and which basically just back in this day, you know, the church, it was just a horrible place to be. Mm-hmm. And Christians were getting persecuted left and right. And Saul happened to be one of the main persecutors. And one day the Lord just spoke to him mm-hmm. and was like, hey, why this- are you bashing my name? man?" <laughs> yeah, he was like, hey, this is not who you are. This is yeah. not who- what the plan I had for you. Go and speak my name and preach the gospel. And mm-hmm. so, you know he's and he had his eyes closed and then he like opens them and there's nothing there and he can't see god but he hears him and the people around him hear this and he's just like what's going on and then Mm -hmm. he was blind for like three days Mm -hmm. and during this time he was just surrounded by people and he was praying and just like having god speak to him and then finally after three days he wasn't blind anymore and he was baptized and he went and he started preaching the gospel and he became one of like the main missionaries and he's like Mm -hmm. a huge person in the bible like later on like he gets put in prison Mm -hmm. for this and he writes letters and it's like 13 letters and he's put in prison for his faith yeah not for killing no 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 no. yeah 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 for the paul Paul, yeah you know um so saul he goes from this persecutor of christians and he turns into this main missionary and just preaching the gospel and god actually said that he was his chosen instrument and this is what Mm -hmm. he wanted for him yeah and it's just it's such a good idea of like an example of how your identity can be in something that you think this is what you're called to be this Mm -hmm. is what you think you are this is who you are and what you've always known yeah and god has so much more for you and god can call you to these crazy roads and you're just like that's not me but it actually is you and that's how you can find your identity and yeah. saul he trusted in god and prayed during these this time of like waiting to see if this is really mm-hmm. like the truth and this is what he was called to be and through that he went out and he did it and he stayed faithful the entire time right even in prison he stayed faithful and so i just think that it's super cool that when you do find your identity in christ Mm -hmm. and you stay faithful god blesses you in so many ways and it just shows like your faith and how much god truly does love you yeah i think it's so interesting how it says like in this time when 
Saul's eyes were when he was blind, right? Mm -hmm. He couldn't see. He could just hear the voice of God. Like it said during this time he was praying. And I think for a lot of us, like when we question our identity, like we can be lost on who we are. And instead of going to God and saying like and asking like, who am I? Who do you want me to be? Who do you say that I am? We look in all of the wrong places for who we think we should be. Exactly. And so like even though Saul was a persecutor, he was a murderer, he killed good people. During this time, like he knew that he was supposed to pray and ask God who he was supposed to be, right? And so like, instead of when we're looking for our identity in the world, right, the world's going to tell us who we should be or who the world thinks we should be. But when you look for your identity in God, he fills your mind with truth. He fills your heart with his truth over the lies that the world says, right? Boom. Right there. That's what all you I got to say. In the podcast. We can, we can leave now. Let's go. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> See you next month. <laughs> yeah. And all of this just, just goes to say the questions we're getting ready to answer kind of have to tie into that and mm-hmm. identity. And we really hope that just this can help you guys because Emily and me were both at a point once where we didn't know who we were yeah. and we didn't realize our worth in Christ. And mm-hmm. we just want people to know like what exactly – why you're feeling the way you do Mm -hmm. because we everyone goes through that at some point in your life you go through that scary question of who am i what's my identity like is there a point of me being here do i have a purpose Mm -hmm. and it's really scary to think about in this world um just to where it's come today and like people and what they find identity in is really sad yeah and we don't want anyone to ever look in the wrong places Mm -hmm. so we're here for your morning <laughs> to help you out here. I'm so speaking truth over you. So let's get into it. Okay, guys, moving on. <laughs> so jumping into the questions that we have. Yeah. Um, we picked out four questions, and we're just going to go back and forth talking about them. If you have no idea what we're talking about, Emily posted on her story for Instagram, and <clears throat> there were a lot of questions, um, but we only have time to kind of answer a couple of them, so yeah. we'll just, if you guys have any more, just DM the Undignified Joy podcast on Instagram, and oh, we yeah. will get back to you. Yeah. So, question number one is, how can I know what my identity is when God hasn't told me yet? And let me tell you, we've all been there. <sighs> Mic drop. That's a deep question there. Um, I think the reality is when answering this question is not that God hasn't spoken to you what your identity is, just that your ears aren't open to hearing it. Like God has literally left you a whole book of love, a long, a very long book, (laughs) just full of your identity and who you are in him and who he's called you and made you to be. And he left that to you so that you could find your identity. And so we can't really sit here and say, oh, God, like you haven't told me what my identity is. So I'm just going to keep finding it in the wrong places. You know, like if we don't pray, if we don't open up the book that he left us and read the things that he is speaking over us, then how are we ever going to know the truth about ourselves? You know? Yeah, that's really good. I kind of agree more. It's just everyone goes through a point where they keep looking at themselves and they're like okay dude like where's god mm-hmm. what is my purpose am i supposed to be here like do you want me to do this do you want me to do this is this what's calling me and you just have to keep praying yeah. continuing to read your love letter which is the bible continuing to surround yourself by people that are faith-filled and that are striving for the same thing as you because your main purpose in life 
is making heaven crowded, right? It's bringing people to God. And by doing that, you have to find your identity. And if you're not surrounding yourself with the same people that have that same end goal, how are you going to cloud yourself with all these things, Mm -hmm. these worldly identities, if you can't? And if you cloud yourself with worldly identities, how do you expect to find the identity that God is fulfilling through you and wants to fulfill through you? Right. So. That's so good. Just continue to pray. Read your Bible. I'm telling you right now, God has a plan for you. God is speaking to you. You just have to open your heart to him, open your your mind and just completely let go and trust in him. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. If you don't if you even have the slightest of the things that you are not letting go of and you're mm-hmm. not putting your trust in him, he, why would he tell you his beautiful plan he has if mm-hmm. you're not going to completely fulfill it the way he knows you can't. Yeah, exactly. And you're probably like, oh, not again. Like, they're telling me to pray again? To read my Bible again? No. Like, you guys already said that. No. But, like, <laughs> but like for real, like, read your no, Bible. because like, – oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm my- sorry. I'm cutting you off because I was that stubborn person that was like, okay, everyone in church, all my friends are like, just mm-hmm. pray, read your Bible. And I'm like – I've tried that. It doesn't it, like it's not doing mm-hmm. anything for me. I don't even understand the Bible. Like I don't know what it's saying. Like what are the these big words? Like I don't even understand. Yeah. Also, by the way, if you are reading like one of the like topper like King James versions, like you might want to get a different Bible. Yeah. I mean, if you get it, that, if you understand that, good go, for you. Yeah. Props real. to you. But, but get something in English words yeah. that you can understand. Yeah. I think you use the CSB too, right? Yeah. 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 I highly recommend the Christian Standard Bible. Yes. It's amazing. Great. Um, anyways, but yes. back to what I was back saying. To the rant. So if you you keep hearing these things, right? And it almost makes you not want to do it even more. Yeah. But when you are doing it and you have that mindset that you don't want to do it and that this isn't gonna work and that you've already tried and you just have that ne- you wonder why nothing's you happening god to work through your negative mindset and you just have to get through that stubbornness because if you're like me you're probably stubborn mm-hmm. so just putting that out there so just you have to go into it and pray and be like you know what even if i don't feel anything right now and i don't get all my questions answered right yeah, now because right. you won't <laughs> you will continue to do it and you know that God is going to answer it and that God is who he says he is. And what you are reading mm-hmm. is the truth and what who you are praying to is the way and the truth and the life. Yeah, exactly. and you just have to completely put that mindset in while you continue and then stay consistent. Mm-hmm. And I promise it's going to it's going to work. Exactly. It's going to work. Exactly. Like you guys would not imagine how many things I have gotten through by opening my Bible. And that might sound like christian cliche kind of like oh she got through it by reading her bible but no actually like i'm only 17 but like whatever identity crisis crisis that i've had like i've gotten through that by opening opening up my word and connecting with god right because Mm -hmm. like i open up my bible and i could flip to any page and find something in it that relates to how god sees me and how god chooses me and loves me and defines me right exactly i've literally gone to that place where it's like Everything could be going right, but if I didn't open my Bible mm-hmm. within those few days, I feel like I'm like, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel sad? Why do I? Feel? And exactly. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, I haven't read my Bible. Exactly. And it, that is such an amazing thing to it recognize. It makes a difference. Like there was a study. I don't remember exactly, so I'm definitely gonna screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. But there was a study, and it was like someone's gonna fact check us. Bro. I know. Please don't do that. Okay. Please don't do Just that. Just listen. <laughs> 
<laughs> but okay, so someone did a study of how people like ranging from seven to ninety-two or ninety-seven, something like that, how they were affected before they read their Bibles and after they read their Bibles for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And before the people were filled with more anger, more depression, more all these feelings that just overwhelm them. Yeah. And then after the study after they read their Bibles every single day for however long, for a couple of weeks, maybe a month straight, these people, like, they went back and they were like, I'm just feeling so much joy, so much peace in my life. And, like, situations that I couldn't explain before, exactly. I feel so much peace in the situation. And, like, that might... Peace. Oh, I love peace. peace. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> and, like, if that doesn't inspire you even just a little bit to open up your mm-hmm. Bible, like... In the beginning, you're not going to see or you might not see the changes. Like the first day, you're going to be like, all right, I get it. I read my Bible. This is good, but I don't feel it. But after you read it consistently, you're going to start seeing God speak into your life. You're going to start feeling his presence in your life. Yeah. And so read your Bible. Exactly. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, but you don't know like what I'm going through and like how mm-hmm. I'm feeling. Trust me, me and Emily have two completely different stories that mm-hmm. tie into the same feelings and these same desperations. Yeah. And like they are not easy stories. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just – but it, it they weren't easy. Things that we went through, people yeah. should not have to go through. And you, whatever you're going through, you can overcome it with God by mm-hmm. your side. And yeah. that's how we're doing this now. Like we didn't come from – this just perfect life and was like oh let's make a podcast like no we went through things and that's made us who we are today exactly yeah faith faith so all right so now on to the next question is how can i let go of my past so i can move forward in my identity (sighs) relate to this one so it's good how can we do that kelsey (laughs) so If you guys haven't listened to me and M's little mini testimony things, it's in episode one. Go go check it out. Um, but we kind of went over our past and like testimonies and things. And from personal experience, getting through things that are get, overcoming things that you've been through is not easy. It's really hard. Mm-mm. And do not do it alone. Yeah. Go to leaders. Go to people that are farther along in their faith and in their journey and in their finding their identity mm-hmm. and go to them and explain and like bring it to the table yeah That's, i love that That's song song it's so, song good. so good it. i love when our brain goes to the same <laughs> places <laughs> but, but no, i yeah. will never forget um over our church how to movement camp this summer or movement camp, yeah it's summer camp church jesus camp i love when you say jesus camp (laughs) and um i love going to summer jesus camps because it just puts me so on fire for god and i will never forget on the very last night of camp um our whole girls group we went into one of our rooms with our leader and all of the girls and we had the deepest talk we I bring pr- it to the table. Yeah, I br- we brought it to the table. <laughs> yeah. It was the deepest talk I think I've ever had with any people in my life ever. And we just dug so deep into things that we've been through. Like there were girls telling things that they've never told anyone before. Mm-hmm. And it was so powerful. And all of camp was amazing. Like sermons were amazing. Worship was amazing. But that night, in my opinion, was the most powerful night because I just got goosebumps. 
I know because like there weren't any lights there wasn't music playing or worship or people having to guide you to, to God right like mm-hmm. we did it all by ourselves it was just you us know? group of girls yeah it was yeah. us and we just felt so in the presence of God that we were just like pouring out our hearts mm-hmm. to each other some of us haven't even met each other before yeah and like we have just built such an amazing bond through that and I will never I will never forget that our leader um after like one of the girls shared something that she'd been struggling with our leader was talking about the ver the verse and how it says bringing our sin into the light makes it lose its power over us right yeah. and when she said that i literally had like major goosebumps because mm-hmm. all of us were just like telling each other all of these things that we went through all of these things that we felt identified us exactly. and we all brought it into the light things that were in the dark things that we never told anybody we finally brought it into the light and we put it in front of God. We brought it to the table. And when you put things out on the table for God, he's able to heal you in that. And like people can know God, people can love God and people can be free from their sin. But there's a difference between being free from it and being healed from it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Also, our leader, she used an example when she was talking about bringing it to the light. She used like an example of a loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about if you hide it under something and you keep it away and you keep it in the darkness, it becomes moldy and it just keeps building up and it just gets all gross and nasty yeah. and bleh, you no know, like moldy bread. Exactly. But then if you put it out in the light, mm-hmm. it, that thing becomes rock hard. It, it dries out mm-hmm. and it's exposed. It's out there. And she was saying that's like our sin and things that we go through. If we keep them hit them it just become mm-hmm. moldy and it's gonna keep building up inside of us into this gross yeah. nasty mess that we don't want to deal with mm-hmm. but if we just put it out there it becomes rock hard and it's something that we exactly. can exactly do know? not let the moldy bread in your life keep you from talking to people about exactly. what you're going through exactly because if we didn't have the mentors that we have or if we weren't able to talk about things that we've been through with people we would have never gotten through the things that we got through exactly so going back to the question if you're trying to get over something in your past so that way and you feel like that's what's keeping you back from finding your identity and mm-hmm. calling your purpose, I'm telling you right now, bring it to the light, bring it to the table, talk to someone about what you've been through, what you need to grow from. They will give you advice. Yeah. Pray, Tell God, confess to God, pray about it, pray about it daily, write it down in your journal, look up scriptures about it and overcome it, overcome it. And you, you will, you will like, like it's going to happen. And then when you, you'll know when you just feel that like weight lift off your back Mm -hmm. and you can just strive forward and finding your identity. Exactly. Yeah. Like think about Saul and how he was a persecutor. Right. And think about his life after that, like after God changed him, I personally would be so held back by how i used to identify myself right he like, killed christians he killed christians good people who served god he killed them and the same god he's serving now exactly and the day after that god was like all right you serve me now and mm-hmm. i was like okay great yeah, exactly like if that were me i'd be like i can't do this like i'm not qualified to do this i'm not worthy of this but like after god redirected Saul into Paul he called him his chosen instrument and it's the same with us like after we step out of our past and into the future that God wants to bring us into you are his chosen instrument like he has a beautiful and divine purpose for your life that he can only fulfill if you fully find your identity in him guess what a lot of of people Mm -hmm. they find their identity 
and overcoming their past and because mm-hmm. of their past that becomes their testimony and that yeah. becomes their identity and that becomes how they mm-hmm. help people how they fulfill people how they exactly. explain what they went through to help other people and that's how they become a missionary of god and become his chosen instrument and right. they just keep going right. and going right. and that's what Saul did, and that's what you can do and i'm just so <laughs> pumped pumped i love god exactly <laughs> So moving on to question number three is, how can I be confident in my identity in Christ in our generation and society? This (sighs) is a big question. Big boy question. Yeah. Um, I think in our world today, it is absolutely crazy what goes on in our world. Crazy. Like, there is not one day that goes by that you are not seeing something or hearing something or... someone is telling you something that identifies you or that labels you or that you might find your identity in. Mm -hmm. And I think it is just so hard to live in a world like ours or in this day and age because the world is constantly telling us who we should be or who they think we should be. And they're like, oh, like, go follow your heart or go, like, go find yourself. But really the world is defining who we should be, right? Yeah, I feel like a big thing in this generation is self-love. And it's all about like, me, 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 me. Like, Mm -hmm. love yourself. Take care of yourself. Which, yes, that is important. Take care of yourself. Do what makes you happy. No. (laughs) Like, yes, but no. The Bible does not say anything about Mm self-care. Or about... It's all about others. It's all about others. It's all about God. Loving your neighbor. Exactly. Like, there's an acronym, and it's JOY. And the J stands for Jesus first. The O stands for others second. And the Y stands for yourself third. Mm -hmm. And that's literally how it should be. Like, focus on God. God helps you focus on people. And once you do those things, like, then focus on yourself, right? And when you're focusing on helping other people and you're focusing on God and all these things, those things are going to fulfill you. The things you bless are going to be blessed back right into your heart. Exactly. And it's just going to make you a happier person than being selfish. Right. I think the reason that the world is so hooked on the whole self-care mentality is because people are so lost in their own ways. They're so Mm -hmm. looking, chasing for things in all of the wrong places that they're not fulfilled, right? And like Kelsey was saying, like when you focus on God, when you focus on people, you are fulfilled to the point where that is your Mm self-care, right? That's how you take care of yourself by taking care of people. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's all just a circle back rotation, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. Like all I know is when I talk about how we go or me and i'm talking about how when we go to these art or quote-unquote jesus camps <laughs> when we're at these camps we're not just going to like sermons to like help ourselves yeah. we're going out during the day in the community to help other people right to spread the gospel um do things and focus on others and i said this um earlier in like another podcast episode but usually camp for me it's all about helping others during the day and whatever. And then you get back to your sermon. And it's like, what's God speaking to me? And like, mm-hmm. what do I need to do to like feel this fire? Yeah. But this camp was so different because we went to Honduras before first. And there like I was impacted like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I went to movement camp. And God, it's like he was screaming at me, like less of you, more of me. Yeah. And instead of focusing on that time of prayer, about myself and wanting prayer over myself i prayed over other people kelsey was on fire and let me tell you (laughs) i just 
it fulfilled me in a way that I can't even explain. Sitting there and listening to people's prayer requests and what they're going through and being able to pray over them and speak yeah. truth and life over them yeah. was more of a blessing than I could have ever asked for for myself. Mm-hmm. And just doing those things and being like Jesus. When Jesus was here, it was never about him. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? He was yeah. always going, talking about God. He was always helping other people, healing people. Right. You didn't never, you never saw Jesus in the Bible. Like, oh, I'm going like, to take a mental self-care day. Why is no one day. taking care of me? Yeah, Why like, isn't anyone helping me? Exactly. You know, he never went there and was like, mm-hmm. oh, I just need a mental day. Like, I just need some self-love. Like, I love yeah. myself. No, like, it was no. all about other when people. When he had quiet time, you know what he was doing? He was praying to God. He was talking to his father. Exactly. He was like, God, how can I glorify you? Yeah. Even in those moments, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, God, like, this isn't for me. I can't mm-hmm. do this. He was like asking God for the strength to love other people well. Exactly. And I, and it's really easy to fall into this habit of like, oh, I'm trying to like, you know, just focus on myself and like help yeah. myself, which we're not saying you're not supposed to be like making sure you're doing what's best for you. And like, right. like it's wh- important it's to take important. care of yourself. Like you don't want to lose yourself. But that's not the mindset of just like, oh, love myself, love myself all the time. Like right. this is what I need to do. Like forget other people, forget God, forget that. Mm-hmm. Like whatever my mentality is and what I feel is best is whatever. Like, for example, like I started working out now, okay? Oh yeah. And so Muscle woman. a lot of people's mindsets in the gym I've noticed is they go there because they want to feel something that they can't get from other people and mm-hmm. what they can't get from the, and so them going to the gym and like working hard with a which is great to work out, I recommend it. <laughs> it's great. But they go there to like almost feel find self-worth in themselves yeah. and to like fix their body in the way they want it and the way that it, hopefully they'll get like affirmation from other people. Right. And it's hard to like be surrounded by people like that and then not leave and, and kind of like look at yourself and be like, oh, like I need to like Is that what I should be that, doing? Is that what I yeah. you know? And so I've really been having to like pray hard about it because I love working out. Mm-hmm. It's a super fun hobby that I have. It's also really good for you, but you have to be careful with that stuff because it can really just become a selfish thing that you can do. Yeah. So kind of just to tie that question, how can I be confident in my identity in Christ in this generation to tie that all back into one thing? I just want to bring it back to our very first episode and the reason we started this podcast, the story of David and how he danced undignified through the streets. <laughs> and um, I just want to encourage you to live like that, honestly. I know that is a simple answer, but like God, his opinion is the only opinion that matters. Like no one in this world, no person that you do know or don't know, their opinions do not matter about who you are and about exactly. your identity. Yeah. Only your labels and your identities come from God and your biggest label and your biggest label is being a daughter or a son of God. And so you just live confidently knowing that. Because remember, you're worthy. You are God worthy. says you are worthy. Yeah. So who cares what other people think? Exactly. Okay. And our last question is how can I be confident in the question, who am I? Ooh. Hard work. Guys. Guys, listen up. I think this question can often lead us into a spiral down this rabbit hole of anxiety and self-doubt and confusion and just all of these different feelings that are not good. 
but the truth is you can't know who you are or you can't be confident in who you are unless you know what God says about you. And there are a few different truths that God says about you. They're in the Bible, but he says that you're chosen. He says that you're loved. If you feel identified by your past, he says that you are a new creation. And once you go through all these truths and you realize that God is speaking these over you every single second of every day, you're no longer worried about like what the world says about you or how the world might define you or label you. Yeah, the question, who am I, is so deep because you can go in so many different directions, especially if you're looking in the wrong places. If you're looking to the world and you're asking them, like, who am I? They're going to tell you so many different things. Yeah. And most of them aren't true. Mm -hmm. And you'll hear these things and you'll start to label yourself with them. And that's who your identity becomes because you let those insecurities and you let those negative things just overtake you. And You know, and this is where kind of vulnerability sets in and you have to look to God and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is what they're saying who I am. This is what the devil's telling me that I am. Who do you say I am? Yeah. And like Emily was saying, when you look at those things, (laughs) dude, Dude. God loves you. exactly. And when you're asking yourself like, okay, well – Tying it back to all the other questions, if you don't know what your identity is, say, or you're trying to overcome something and you just can't figure out what you you think your purpose is, and I put quotes over that. I forgot you guys <laughs> cannot see that. Um, and you're just, like, trying to figure it out. Just remember that when you're asking yourself, okay, what's my identity, whatever, you might not know what exactly you want to, you're being called to yet. Yeah. But you know who you are, and that's in Christ. Exactly. And it's not in the world. It's not in these negative things. Like, you are God's daughter or son. Mm -hmm. And just keep remembering that. Hold on to that because that is your identity. That's your number one identity is, yeah, I'm a son or daughter of God. Exactly. That's who I am. I'm worthy in his name. I'm loved by him. Mm -hmm. Remember all the fruits of the spirit and just live those out Um, because – like Emily said, you can go through that downward spiral mm-hmm. spiral where you're just like, wait a second. <laughs> I don't know who I am. This is not good. Exactly. Like, it's not good. I don't know who I am. But yes, you do. Yeah. God knows who you you're are. God. Yeah. Period. <laughs> period. That's it. That's it. That's, so we're done. Exactly. Um, closing. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think another very important thing when being confident about the question, who am I, is knowing the difference between the voice of Satan and the voice of God. Oh, oh my gosh, man. The voice of God and the voice of Satan are two very different things. And if you don't learn to know the voices of both of them, then it's going to get you stuck in that downward spir- spiral because God is never going to tell you something that's going to bring you down. Exactly. He's never going to tell you something that makes you doubt your worth, doubt who you are, doubt everything about your life. He may call you some somewhere uncomfortable. Exactly. But God's <laughs> going to make you uncomfy, but he's never going to make you feel in a way that's like, should I should I feel this way? Like am yeah. I am I really you not worthy of bad. this? Yeah. Exactly. And Satan on the other hand, like he'll tell you all of the lies, lie after lie after lie, like the things that you wake up in the morning and you tell yourself like all of the bad things that you tell yourself, those things come from Satan. They don't come from God. And so really like deciphering the two voices from each other is very important for knowing, for being confident in your identity. And another big thing is when you're asking yourself, who am I? Don't look at other people and who they are and what they have because 
you're that's where comparison comes in and you know what to say about comparison he's a thief of joy he's a thief of joy undignified joy let me tell you <laughs> listen to our podcast it's pretty cool no um quick plug because i know that when i especially struggled like in my past and i wasn't focused on god and i was like going through these things and i'm like who am i i would look at who i was surrounding myself with yeah. and like what they were doing what they had how they talked how they acted what they did on the weekends like where they worked where they did all these things yeah. and i was like okay like maybe since this is who i hang out with this is who i'm gonna be and i was the most unhappy person mm -hmm. in the world i was not comfortable at all yeah. with with who i was but you know what's crazy is that okay yes now i feel confident in who i am but i'm still called to uncomfortable places exactly. because god is going to call us to uncomfortable places to fulfill what he needs for this world and what he's called us to do because there's so many people that don't even know who god is mm -hmm. like it might be crazy to think because you're like oh like what do you mean like people talk about it all the time yeah whatever there have been a few occasions now where i've wore a shirt that says jesus or god or something to that matter and or like a verse mm -hmm. and someone will come up to me and ask like what is that yeah. or will see me and look it up later on because they don't know what it is and then later like i'll see them and they'll come and they'll be like hey like i want to let you know i saw what was on your shirt i was confused on what it was i looked it up and wow that's keep mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing yeah. like just people need to know him and mm -hmm. if if you can just look at yourself and say who am i i'm a child of god and this is what i need to do exactly <laughs> you're set you're set man <laughs> let me tell you exactly so, yeah 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 so that pretty much sums up our identity 50 minute podcast i know identity is a long one okay identity is huge identity is who you are that's, that's right like, that's a big one that's a big one well, if we didn't answer any of your questions, feel free to DM us yes. or we can maybe do another thing. We'll, we'll add in more questions. I yeah. don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to do it. Because don't be shy. No yeah, question is too big, too small or unimportant. Exactly. We're here for all. Not saying we can answer all of your questions because we don't know everything, but we are happy to try and help. We're just two girls that went through some stuff that want to kind of help you because exactly. we figured it out and we're wanting to exactly. help you figure it out. So <laughs> that's right. But yeah, thank wow. you guys so much for listening. We hope, hope that you got something from this. We hope yeah. that you enjoyed some of the things that were said. Maybe you feel a little bit closer to Jesus. If you are listening to this in the morning, have a great day. Yes. And if you're listening to this any other time of the day, have a great life. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus loves you. <laughs> so do we. Bye. Be happy, guys. <laughs> Woo. Jesus loves you. And so do we. See, See you next, next month. month. Bye. That was so good. That was, that was it. That was the one.